Hey, what's going on? Ugh, where the hell do I even begin? I've been sitting on this idea for a podcast for quite a while, uh, more seriously, within the last few weeks. I'm a mom, single mom, 100% single parent. There's no other parents involved. It's just me and my four-year-old. And I've spent the last year in the lowest form of depression that I've ever been in. And I've desperately needed an outlet, you know, a reason to get up and be creative. Something with meaning in my life. You know, ever since the meaning in my life walked out. And the one before that. And the one before that. And the one before that. Do you get it? You get the point? Uh, so. What's up? I'm Colleen. And this is Single and Unavailable. I am in love with my intro music that I made. Like, that's like the perfect description of my taste in music. Like, everything from Tupac to Billy, just about everything in between. <laughs> so, yeah, if you can relate, then let's be friends. Let's start with love. Love or whatever. Looking back on my past relationships, my whole life's meaning. These aren't even men I truly loved. I mean, I definitely thought I did. And a couple I did, you know. Some, I was really just in love with the idea of them more than who they actually were. But I had the scenario of them that's, that's a fun little thing about borderline personality disorder is you, you jump really quickly into relationships and you can just envision a whole, everything you want this person to be before you actually get to know them. So then, you know, you're obsessed and you're in love because he basically just made up your dream person in your mind. But when they don't meet those standards, because I mean, let's face it, you know, who could ever, those standards are usually pretty unrealistic. You know, then we get really hurt when this person isn't who we thought they were. And, you know, Later on down the line, you you start to see them for who they actually are and not the made-up facade that you created. And you're like, what the fuck was I? What, them? I was going to fucking die. Like, I could not imagine living without them. <laughs> like, I wouldn't even want to hang out with that person today. So that's always a mind fuck trying to get over those relationships. But I've also had really passionate relationships. Twin flame type love, which really ended up being karmic. And that made me question everything I've ever known or thought I knew about myself and life in general. And when it comes down to it, this was 
by far the most mentally abusive relationship I've ever had. It was, you know, highly emotionally abusive and manipulative as well, but it was a fucking mental roller coaster <laughs> and a living hell. I will say I learned more about myself from a mental health standpoint um, after, the, you know, since this relationship. And, you know, it really did help me to make sense about who I am and why I am the way I am, um, you know, more than anything ever has before. So I am grateful and I do thank the relationship for that. Um, but it came with a high cost. It, <laughs> a very high cost. PTSD, depression, anxiety, derealization, so much, so much. So much. I'll dedicate a whole episode. I probably, probably need a few episodes for that relationship because it was an adventure. This relationship was like your first time at Disney World. The rush, the excitement, the happiness, just floating with love, bliss. But when you're on the roller coaster, you know, you're on this ride and it's going up and it's going up and it's so exciting. What's it, what's going to be at the top? What's going to happen? You know, you're going up and then your seatbelt comes undone. Right before you're about to go down that first hill and you fucking th almost fly out of that fucking roller coaster. And but the person next to you, they... They saw you and they were right there and they helped. They helped you. And they they saved your life. But now you can't trust another seatbelt. Because you know, no matter how safe the ride looks and the you know the seatbelt looks, it's it, you know it could come down at any moment in time. Like you you never would have expected. We were so happy, everything was going so good. Why would you all of a sudden just go flying out? Why would your seatbelt come undone? You know, so no matter how safe it looks, you know it could come undone. And you'll never be the same again if you even live. Because that last ride almost killed you. Except, unbeknownst to you... The person sitting next to you, you know, the one who saved your life, the one that you owed everything to, was actually the one who unbuckled your seatbelt. And the thing is, you began to question if it was you who didn't fasten your seatbelt. Did I really not click it? I swear I did. Am I making up this? Like, I have this vivid memory of me clicking my seatbelt. How the fuck did it come undone? Was I just too excited? I shouldn't even realize. I just, I, I don't know. I didn't think it could happen to me. It's my fault. I, you know, I, you blame yourself. You know, now you're experiencing all this pain and suffering. And it's because you were too dumb to put on your own seatbelt. Except you weren't. That hero, the reason you're alive, the meaning in your life, 
almost killed you. He was a textbook narcissist. And some of the ways he manipulated me, <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm embarrassed to like ever even share some of these stories because looking back and just seeing how dumb and naive and oh my God. I, the stories, the fucking stories I believe. Oh my God. If I, like, you'll die when you hear these. They're, it's wild. He was good. He was good. But like, th it was bad. They were the worst fucking lies I've ever heard in my life. And I still fell for them. It's nuts. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely deep dive into all that. Um, <laughs> because I, I can almost kind of laugh about it now, but it was traumatic. PTSD level fucking traumatic. But that's not even where I want to begin, like, any of this. Um, so, like I said, you know, I've, I've been sitting on this for a while. Um, I used to write a lot when I was younger, and I loved it. I was pretty good, too. I mean, not to brag, but I won my fifth grade D.A.R.E. program essay contest. So, yeah, kind of a big deal. But no, I loved it. I um I used to write stories and like journal and just doodle and like like you wouldn't believe. My entire high school notebooks were filled with like stories and like scenarios. Like I just like would literally just like write scenario like people in my life, like actual people, and just write like scenarios that like. Uh, you know, I was going to say would never actually happen, but I will say a couple of, like, I remember being like, yo, am I psychic? Like, a couple times, because some of the things that I would be writing in my journal, you know, my little scenarios I was making up, I, um, like, would happen. And, I mean, you know, now you, you know, call it manifesting. I don't know what the fuck manifesting was. You know, this was back when I was in high school, and I'm, um, so I'm 31 now, so this is a while ago, but, you know, it's, it's just funny that, oh, making up scenarios, hmm, that sounds fucking familiar. See, I'm already off to a good start with this whole, I mean, this is kind of like my therapy, because that's interesting that my whole high school, like, life was me just doodling, writing, like, fake scenarios in my little notebook, and then... All of my young adulthood, every almost every single fucking person that I dated, I instantly had. Like, I'm talking, we meet, and in my head, I've already, like, planned out if I could see myself, like, marrying you. Like, bitch, he's just trying to take your fucking Dunkin' Donuts order. Like, you don't need to plan your fucking wedding. Just get your fucking mediumized coffee and bounce. Chill. <laughs> but, yeah, so, I don't know. I... I loved it. And it's so funny too, thinking about it. Cause I'm having these memories that I haven't had in years. Like I have literally trauma blocks, like my, my whole fucking life, really. Like there's things about myself that I, like I wouldn't, if you said to me like a year ago, Hey, what are your hobbies? Even two years ago, five years ago, what are your hobbies? I would never would have said writing. I never would have said that. But when I was in high school, that was all I did. Like, it was my favorite thing to do. I remember, uh, like, if you remember the show Seventh Heaven, um, oh, my God, I remember I wrote 
all like I had all the characters from the show and um but I just wrote my own like plots and like storylines and stuff and I remember um assigning like each of because in my head um it, we were gonna like make a whole new show and then all my family was gonna be the actors and stuff so I've made all my family members like each person they they were all a character <laughs> oh my god if I ever found these I probably burned somewhere but um I was uh, I was Mary um because I loved basketball <laughs> but yeah, I just haven't really like thought of this. I used to literally fucking love doing this. And a couple years ago, if you ever asked me what my hobby was, I I would not say writing. And so I've just been sitting alone for so long and like thinking. And then every I've started kind of like writing more a little bit, like just writing out like my thoughts and feelings. And like I'll I'll just go. I'll just like keep going, going, rolling. And you know, I'm, I'm just a perfectionist and I, it's really hard for me to start things because if I don't feel like I can do it completely perfect, then I'm just not going to do it at all. Um, but you know, once I start, it's like, it just goes and like, I've always been drawn to the idea of a blog or a YouTube channel or a podcast, like, cause I love like this type of content from other people. Um, you know, just, and I just need something where I can just, all right, my daughter's interrupting me. Hold on one second. You know, just express myself. Um, you know, it's hearing other people's stories is what's helped me. So, you know, maybe I can help someone else. Um, but it's, I hate sharing. Like I almost immediately delete everything I post on, um, social media if it's too vulnerable or you know I share it too much um or just delete my whole entire account oh my god I get so embarrassed and overwhelmed like I'll feel like totally on top of the world and you know really good and want to share my story um but before long it's oh my god you idiot who do you think you are like no one fucking cares about your sob story grow up you fucking loser (laughs) like it's fucked but that's that's how I fucking talk to myself and it's tough. But you know, these are just some fun little quirks of BPD that I wish I knew before. Um, but anyways, so I've been, you know, completely alone since my seatbelt incident. I've seen the depths of fucking hell since then. Um, but you know, since I started to realize over time, like, it wasn't the seatbelt, and it wasn't my fault. The person that I thought saved my life, that, you know, the person who, it was fate that they were there, you know, we were sitting next to each other, was the one who undid it, the one who fucking undid it, and then left me alone to live with all the trauma that they caused. They caused. And see, I never really told anyone about my experience because it's like, if you've never been on a roller coaster and your seatbelt stopped working and you almost fucking flew out, how can you even understand that? How can you, how can you understand that? How can you explain that to someone? How do you explain the fucking toll, the mental toll? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm alive. I made it out. You know, nothing crazy happened. Mentally, it's pretty fucking traumatizing. You know, this is all an analogy, of course. I don't 
I don't want to be like in, you know, insensitive if someone actually has had a ride malfunction or, you know, know someone, but yeah, I could use a car seat, like a car seat belt in a car accident. That I unfortunately do have personal experience with <laughs> and a whole slew of back problems too. But either way, my safe person really caused all this damage. And then when I needed them, because they were the only other person there, and I didn't have to explain it, and they just got it, and it was just, they knew it, and I needed them, and they were nowhere to be found. And I was left to <laughs> fix myself after what they did to me. That was really lonely. I love listening to normal people podcasts, quote unquote normal, you know, not just celebrity gossip or interviews, you know, professionals talking about something professional. Like sometimes I just want to hear about some regular day shit from regular day people. And I came across this podcast, um, this one the other day, and it was called Date Yourself Instead. Um, it's by this girl, Liz Boss. And the name of it caught my attention immediately. Date yourself instead. I listened to a few episodes and, oh my God, I felt so much better. Like, yes, this. This was the message that I want to get out. This is how I want to express myself. This is exactly how I feel right now. And I feel better after listening to her I want to do that for someone else. And then also, that's going to help me just fucking do something. And, you know, be creative. So, you know, then obviously I needed a name. Um, and <laughs> I had to describe, you know, what I wanted my message to be. And, you know, also be cute and catchy. Duh. And so, you know, I'm like thinking, I'm like, what do I want to talk about? You know, I'm like, I'm single. Um, and then, you know, I had like a couple of things came in my head. They were all taken. Like I would search them in like Spotify app podcasts. They're all taken. There was a couple, um, shower thoughts was one of my personal favorites. But then I was thinking like, cause I always think about shit in, in the shower. Like that's where all my thoughts come from. And then I was like, oh, but if I ever did shower thoughts, it would have to be like T-H-O-T-S and then some type of like just absolute ratchetry. So I'll save that one for later. <laughs> but anyways, so then I, I don't know. I just thought like single and unavailable. Single and unavailable. Immediately I searched it. Fucking nothing came up. Spotify, Apple. I Googled it. And um, the only thing that came up was like, you know, quotes and stuff. Um, so I was like, oh my God, yes, this is perfect. Like, can I trademark this right now? And literally, I was literally started having like anxiety, like all of a sudden, right that second, someone else was going to like make a podcast with the exact same name. So I don't know. I was just so excited. Um, and you know, like I'm, it, it was perfect because for the first fucking time, like I'm, I'm 31 for the first time I'm single, actually single, like no fillers, nothing. And I don't even have the desire to have a partner right now. I truly want to put my life back together and never depend on someone or ever have it so that my life's meaning 
can walk away from me. Single and unavailable. And that's a lot for me. You know, I've really never gone more than a few weeks or a few months without a favorite person, you know. But I also realize now how much I have to learn because I've... I've gone through so much fucking shit back. So back in, um, 2021 early, um, when the man who asked to raise my daughter with me as his own, um, decided to change his mind. Um, that's a whole fucking thing. We will absolutely get into that. Um, this was someone that I had dated prior to, um, getting pregnant and, um, after we had him and I had broken up, then this other dude, da da da. Then he bounces. Okay, cool. Bye. Fuck you. Thanks for the, the fucking DNA. And um, yeah. Then he came back. He fucking asked, like, wanted to step up and raise my daughter with me. Now you have me, who's a fucking very you know early pregnant fucking girl. I, I think when we had gone back together, I was like four months along, five months maybe. And you know, I'm excited. Like this is fucking like destiny. This is fate. This is true fucking love, right? This man wants to step up and help me raise this kid that he has no obligation to. Wow. Sounds amazing until it wasn't. So he's fucking gone. I'm losing my mind, but not, I lost my mind for a little bit. And then I want to take control of myself back. Um, I want to find myself as, you know, a person again, not just a mom. Um, I want to know who I was. And so I did all that very much from the outside and it was amazing. Man, and that's when I had a complete 180 on life and myself. I lost a ton of weight totally healthily. Um, I was working out consistently, eating healthy as fuck. I got my lips done for the first time. I was getting my lashes done bi-weekly. I was ordering these cute ass crop tops, confidently wearing them out. Like, oh my God, I had extensions. I was fucking hot. I, I was hot and single. I was a hot and single mom. And I began to find myself, you know, I started having fun. Like I was, I was happy. I, um, you know, was doing really good. I started dating for myself, you know, um, having healthy, no strings attached sex. That was actually to please me, not just my partner. Uh, see at this point in my mind, I was single and unavailable, but looking back, I wasn't fully there because I had about three, um, heartbreaks in a span of like three to four months. Um, like truly detrimental fucking type shit. All right. And I didn't know so much about borderline personality disorder at this time. Like I all, I was still trying to find that fucking person that was just gonna be there and then not getting to know them because as soon as I meet them, I already have our whole fucking love story written out, babe. It's all right here. Okay. Stick to the script. Everyone keeps fucking going off script. There's no improv in my relationships, okay? Makes me really fucking sad. But, no, so then, you know, a couple months later, so now, like, at the end of June, July, 
enter stage right, my fucking twin flame enters my life, or so I thought. And I was done for. Because um, the thing was, I'd, I'd never really done the true inner work on myself. Um, you know, I've only, I've always struggled with depression and anxiety. I, as far back as I can remember, um, I was very much undiagnosed, um, as a kid with ADHD. I was diagnosed after I became a parent, um, you know, which is a all too common story with, um, women and mothers. Um, cause our ADHD isn't, I never thought that I was cause I don't, you know, have that like hyperactive, um, aspect. I, you know, like most women where, um, it's kind of more on the mental side, which again, let's go back to the high school notebooks, journaling, doodling, daydreaming constantly. Um, just never, ever being able to focus on any reading was always a struggle because I'd read the same thing, you know, the same paragraph three, four times, have no idea what I just read. Then I'm getting frustrated and I just, you know, thought that I was just stupid and I just have a different way of learning. Um, so that's been a blessing actually learning about that. Um, but when I gained my confidence, you know, I thought that was it and everything was good now. Um, I didn't know about all my traits of borderline, um, and symptoms of CPTSD, PTSD, and how they were going to sneak back in when I least expected it and drop a fucking bomb on my life. But now that, you know, this time I'm going through this all alone and, you know, without a full workout routine because I have an injury, I'm suffering from agoraphobia. I've had, I've had hair loss for probably last like 10 years or so, but you know, since I've had my daughter, especially, and, you know, suffering from derealization and depersonalization disorder, which I am definitely gonna fucking deep, deep dive into that one because I like this shit needs to be taught in school. I, I like never even really, I never, and I've known a lot about mental health for a long time. Like I said, I've had depression my whole fucking life, but derealization, depersonalization, I only knew by the time it pretty much ruined my life or was about to completely ruin my life. Um, you know, I've just been thinking, learning, remembering, remembering's a big one. There's so much of my life that I've blocked out. And, you know, I've just, even just here, like talking about things, like little things keep popping into my mind, like all these little details that I haven't thought about in so long, you know? Absolutely nowhere did I even talk about what I originally had for an idea to talk about. Um, I've had no idea how to start this, but I don't know, once I started, it just kind of flowed naturally. So I like that approach. Um, and honestly, as I'm sitting here thinking about everything that I did want to talk about, um, it needs a little backstory anyway. So I'll do like a full episode on all of that. Um, yeah, if you've ever felt unloved or unwanted in a relationship because uh, you felt like you were being kept a secret, you know, your partner wasn't sharing anything about you, then... You might relate to that one. So, I don't know. I've had fun putting this together. It's nice to just have a break from laying in bed with racing constant thoughts, you know. It's so crazy to think about because, like, from the outside looking in, you know, like, you're just laying there. You're numb. You're idle. 
literally not able to move. But inside your head, like your brain just never stops. It's never quiet. It's just going and going. And your body, you feel it physically. Your body's in constant, you know, fight or flight. You know, you're constantly panicking. It's just, it's just nice to have a break from all of that. And, you know, to really kind of focus my energy and mind on writing and recording this. So I'm just going to have fun with it. You know, basically just kind of talk about my story. You know, what I've gone through, what I've struggled with, mental health, relationships, family bullshit, sex, society, pop culture, music, sports, everything. I'm from the South Shore of Mass, so big, big sports guys over here. Um, you know, single parenting, all, all the things. And learning to just truly be single and unavailable. Thanks for listening. Bye.